in the middle of the sugya of revenge. I, uh, it's been a while, eh? So, um, what I want to do today is I actually want to discuss when is it mutter to do revenge, okay? When, uh, when is it mutter to do revenge, okay? We've been discussing how bad revenge is, okay? You with me? How bad it is to do revenge, what the Torah's outlook on revenge is. I want to go through today. Is it ever mutter to do revenge? Is it ever mutter to do revenge? That is the shayla. So, so one second, one second. Well, let's, 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 get, let's get to the sugya. So there are two, there are two uh, aspects that I want to get to. Okay, two aspects. We'll start with the first one now. And that is lutay eles. Now, meaning like this. There are certain times, if there is a constructive purpose for the revenge, then it might make it mutter. Now, I'm going to give you an example, and then I'm going to explain the example, okay? If the revenge is being done to teach someone a lesson, then it could be mutter. I'll give you an example, okay? You guys grew up in America, but uh, my kids grew up here in Israel, and um, one of the very common expressions that people make, that kids make, is, enlikoyach. Enlikoyach. Now, as you ask a kid to do something, one second, one second. And you ask a kid to do something, and um, they say, yes, you with me? Yeah, yeah? You ask a kid to do something, and he says, any kayak. I don't have any strength. So what happens if you want to teach him what that means? In other words, you want to teach him what he is doing. So next time he says to his mommy or his tati, can you do something? You say, any kayak. And you don't do it. Then he's like, oh, I guess, you know, you've taught him something. If you're doing it for that purpose then revenge will be okay because you are being machanachim, you're teaching him. Now, I want to make a very important disclaimer. The other way around. One second, I want to make a very important disclaimer. And that is, uh, don't do this to your wife. For example, if your wife takes a very long time to get ready before a chasana and you end up being late, so the next time there's her family chasana, you decide to take a long time to show her what that's all about. That is wrong. Don't do that. That's not revenge. One second, we'll take questions in a minute. Revenge can only be done if there's a toilet and there's a constructive purpose and you're teaching that person that they're going to learn from it. To pay someone back and say, well, I'm doing a little toilet, I'm doing it with a constructive purpose, that is not going to. Are with me? It's very important to get the clarification of this heta. Because revenge is a very bad thing. The Rambam says, that we mentioned previously, that it is what separates Goyim from Yidin. People that take revenge are going. You didn't, don't take revenge. And therefore, it's important to know their tearing before you do them. Okay? So that is one second. We'll take questions in a minute. Um, another example that I want to give as well is when it's not revenge is... Um, let's go back to one of the questions we, ha- we asked right in the beginning. If you remember, one of the questions we asked in the beginning of revenge is what happens if somebody didn't invite you to their, to their child's wedding? Are you allowed to say, well, they didn't invite me to their kid's wedding. I'm not going to invite them to my kid's wedding when it comes to time. Is that called revenge? Right? So I want to, I want to say this. Yeah, my, so one second, one second, one second, one second. There are two people, okay? There is one person who gets Ganeiden, and there's one person that gets Gehenim. What's the pshat? One person does it as revenge, Right? In other words, I am dafka not inviting you because you didn't invite me. And therefore, it's a revenge. The other guy, when he doesn't invite him, it's not doing it out of revenge. But he's doing it as a, a, a meterage, as a bar to justify and say, hold on a minute, 
do I need to invite him to my wedding? Do I need to invite him to whatever it is that I'm making? Well, he didn't invite me, which means that he doesn't view me as a very good friend, which means he's not close to me, he doesn't think it's necessary to invite me, and therefore I don't need to invite him. If the reason that you're not inviting him is not revenge, oh, because he didn't invite me, I'm not going to invite him. And the reason you're doing it is simply because you're measuring, do you need to invite him? And your measurement starts from because he didn't invite me, therefore I can see I don't need to invite him, then that's fine, that's not revenge. So you can have two people that do the same thing. They both don't invite people to their wedding or their kiddush or whatever it may be. One is doing it out of revenge and the other one is doing it simply as a, as a bar to measure if he needs to invite him or not. I'll give you an example. Um, you make a bar mitzvah for one of your children, Be'ezus Hashem, and somebody comes along with a very cheap, easy present, right? It cost him literally $5, right? It's a joke. And you're like, what? Seriously? Come on, you couldn't spend a bit more than that. Like, I thought we were close. Like, what? So it comes, he comes a few months later, he makes a bar mitzvah for his son. So like, uh-huh, I'm going to spend $5 and no more. Because that's what he did to my son. So that's revenge. Because you're paying him back. One second, one second, one second, one second. You're paying him back. When you're paying somebody back for what they did, that's revenge. But, I want to make this clear. If the reason that you're spending $5 on the present now is because... You're going to say, well, if he felt that's good enough for my son and we're pretty close, then I guess that's a good enough present and therefore I can give him. Meaning you're measuring how much to spend based on that. That's going to be okay. I'll give you an example. One of the questions, one of the questions that we asked in the beginning was about tipping a worker. Let's say you go to a restaurant and you tip the waiter. And we said, could you go around and say, he didn't serve me very well, so I'm not going to give much of a tip. Well, if you're doing it like that, if that's the expression... That's revenge. I'm going to get him back. He didn't do anything for me. I'm going to make sure he gets nothing. That's revenge. But if you hold that the tipping is a service, you, do, you know, you serve me well, I give you a tip. I don't think you serve me very well, so therefore the tip is lower. It's not revenge. It's just a measuring of how much to give. Then it's not revenge. Now, it's very important this point. That's why I'm not taking questions. It's very important. Because we're, we're, we're almost giving him to do revenge. And that's why you can't come along and say, oh, but I'll do revenge. Because it has to be done that the kavona, the intention of the person is, I'm not paying him back. That's not the reason I'm not inviting him, buying it for him, spending so much or whatever. I'm doing it simply because that's what he did to me and therefore that's the measuring of what I should do back for him. But revenge is very important because the person has to realize, you know, there's also revenge in deeds, there's also revenge in, 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 in words, in speech. When someone does something to you, when someone says something to you, you, you know, you want to get them back. And that's a very, very dangerous, dangerous thing. We're all familiar with the famous story. You know, when they always start, everyone's like, yeah, right, no one knows the story. But everyone knows this story. This is the story that everyone knows of the guy at the wedding where a guy was embarrassed and uh, someone came over to him and embarrassed him and did whatever it was. In fact, this is a true mice. I know this happened somewhere else, actually, recently, to a big rabbi in England. And uh, someone came over to him and uh, this was the story. I'll tell you the mice afterwards. But, and he got really embarrassed and he didn't respond. He just, he took it. He took the embarrassment. He took it. It was obviously very hard, but he took it. Somebody at the table hopped for a moment, like, wow, this guy really just took a real bad insult, took a real bad embarrassment. He ran over to him and said, excuse me, you got really embarrassed right now. I've been waiting 10 years to have children. Could you please give me a bracha? And he said, sure. Give you a bracha, do a bunch of, give you, you know, a and children and everything. Nine months later, he had a baby. 
waited 10 years. Why? Because somebody didn't respond. So I know in England there was a rabbi that got insulted recently by a chassana. It was a whole situation. And someone actually ran over to him and asked him, because he obviously didn't respond, for a bracha. I don't know what that's the story. I don't know what happened. But the point is that when a person doesn't respond and doesn't pay someone back and doesn't do revenge, he has a koyach of bracha, which means that he's on a very high level. Which means that the level that we're looking to accomplish over here is never to look to take revenge. We don't pay people back. That's not what we're looking to do. We're looking to be good yidden. We're looking to be the best person that we can be. So this was the sugya of revenge. Emetz Hashem. Tomorrow, we're going to start a brand new sugya.